With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The Health Services Authority reports a COVID-19-related death Thursday. According to health officials, the individual had received two doses of the vaccine, no boosters, and had severe comorbidities. Incoming Chief Medical Officer Dr. Nick Gent stresses the importance of the COVID vaccine and booster doses, especially among the elderly and immunocompromised. With the modern bivalent booster on island, he is encouraging the elderly and immunocompromised, as well as their caretakers and healthcare workers to get boosted. A 31-year-old Northside man is under arrest suspected of murder in the Martin Drive shooting on July 1st that killed 36-year-old Mark Ebanks and 55-year-old Eldon Walton. Following his arrest, the suspect was formally charged with two counts of murder, one count of attempted murder, and possession of an unlicensed firearm. He has been remanded into custody until November 11th. The verdict is in. Kenover Watson is found guilty of the charges against him, and Bruce Blake has been found guilty of two offenses. A former treasurer of the Cayman Islands Football Association, Mr. Watson, was accused of trying to make a secret commission of more than U.S. $1.5 million by invoicing CONCACAF, the regional football body, for items that were not received. He was also accused of transferring criminal property and false accounting. Mr. Blake, who was also a high-ranking CIFA official, was found guilty of two counts of false accounting, but not guilty on several other charges. The former chair of the Cayman Islands National Housing Development Trust is facing charges of conflict of interest and breach of trust. The Anti-Corruption Commission says Mr. Jeffrey Ebanks is due to appear in court on the 8th of November. The ACC says no further comment will be made pending the outcome of the proceedings. Police are making an appeal for anyone who may have witnessed the fatal single-vehicle collision on Friday, October 21st near Sunnyfield Road on the Queens Highway in East End. If you saw the collision or saw the silver Honda fit in the vicinity of the area between 545 and 610 that morning, you're asked to contact the Bodentown Police Station. The number is 947-2220 or the Traffic and Roads Policing Unit at 649-6254. Police say they're investigating an early morning arson around 4.30 this morning. 911 dispatched officers to a report of a fire outside an address on Greenwood Drive in Georgetown. Three vehicles parked there were on fire. Officers from the Cayman Islands Fire Service attended the scene. They put the fire out. No one was hurt, but the incident is currently being investigated as an arson. Anyone with information is asked to contact Georgetown CID at 949 949- 4222. If you'd like to make an anonymous tip, you can do that to police on their confidential tip line at 949-7777. You can also do that online at rcips.ky. Also under investigation, a wounding in Bodentown. On Wednesday, just before 7, police and emergency services were dispatched by 911 to a report of a stabbing in the Belford Estates area of Bodentown. According to the report, a man and woman had a physical altercation. The man was stabbed several times and taken by ambulance to the hospital, where he was treated for his injuries and released. A 29-year-old Bodentown woman is under arrest. Police say she, too, was injured, taken to the hospital for treatment, but then returned to custody. She has since been released on bail. This incident is being investigated by the RCIPS Protective Services. Each week, the Office of Utility Regulation publishes a summary of the average gas prices around the islands. Radio Command's Carsley Fuller has more. 
The retail network average weekly price analysis shows a decline in prices week over week from 5.88 for regular gasoline to 5.84, a drop of four cents, about one percent lower. The largest drop was for premium, with prices falling about 11 cents from 6.31 a gallon to 6.20. Diesel saw a five cent drop from 6.50 a gallon to 6.45. Across the islands, conventional gas, which doesn't include ethanol blends, saw the price go from 6.09 a gallon to 6.02. The lowest price to get gas on Grand Cayman is AA7 Mile at 5.67 a gallon. Little Cayman saw a 20 cent drop from 8.09 to 7.89 a gallon, and in Cayman Brack, an 80 cent drop as well from 6.38 to 5.58 a gallon. You can find the full report online at offreg.ky. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. On a related note, recognizing current fuel prices are causing some tough times for customers. CUC has announced a fuel cost relief program for all commercial and residential customers. CUC says along with the challenges faced by residential customers, many of the commercial customers are still recovering from the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. The CUC fuel relief program will cap the amount of the fuel factor paid by customers to 20 cents per kilowatt hour. That 20 cents includes all line items that make up the fuel factor, fuel cost, fuel duty, and renewable energy charge. Government this week announced it would be extending its program for residential customers because of the concerns over high fuel costs and the resulting impact on electricity bills. Both the Cayman Islands government and CUC programs will be available through December 31st. For the love of pets and parties, the Cayman Islands Humane Society hosts its Disco Inferno-themed furball this weekend. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more. It's the biggest fundraising event of the year for the Cayman Islands Humane Society, the pun-intended furball. It's going to be drinks and dinner and the theme is a disco inferno. So hopefully some people will dress and we'll have lots of dancing. It's the Marriott Hotel and starts at 6 p.m. The thrift shop will be there and there'll be various other ways for people to donate or contribute to the work we do. Samantha Cooper, operations manager at the Humane Society, says donations and fundraising is the lifeblood of the Humane Society. Almost all the money we have to spend on rescuing animals comes from from donations and from our fundraising activities. The furball in particular is our biggest event of the year and it really helps us to make ends meet financially and help the animals that we do throughout the year. Along with drinks, dancing and dinner, there will also be a fundraising favourite, an auction. We have picked out the best items that we've had had donated. There'll be an opportunity for, I believe, there'll be a silent auction as well as a regular auction on the night of those pieces. And all the money we raise obviously helps to fund the vital work that we do. The people at the Humane Society know that some people love animals, while others aren't so crazy about them. But either way, they believe animals as living creatures should be respected and taken care of. Animals are all sentient beings. They all have feelings. They need health care and they need to be looked after emotionally, just like us. Obviously, for everyone who has pets and really loves them, they'll totally relate to how much we try to save animals and to look after them. And I think for other people, I would say, you know, we don't want the, the streets of Cayman. We don't want to have lots of stray dogs. I mean, we have a fair number of stray cats already, but we don't want that situation to be worse. So it's also about keeping animals off the street and keeping the environment in Cayman nice for people who live here and spend time here. 
The Disco Inferno Furball takes place Saturday, October 29th at the Marriott starting at 6 p.m. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins. To learn how to adopt, foster, or donate, visit CaymanIslandsHumaneSociety.com or call 949-1461. So if you love plants, this is the weekend for you. The Queen Elizabeth II Botanic Park will be hosting our first big plant sale on Sunday, October 30th from 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. at the newly established nursery facility. Thanks to Tony Williams of Tony's Toys for rebuilding our nursery after Tropical Storm Grace. That's John Lowris from the Queen Elizabeth II Botanic Park in Frank Sound. We'll have a wide variety of indoor plants, outdoor plants, orchids, ranging from $5 up to probably $100 or even more. We've got something for everybody. Please don't come before 9 o'clock. Gates will be opening at 9 o'clock only. Debit cards, cash, and check are accepted. If you have any leftover plastic pots, please bring them. We can always use them and help to recycle and repurpose the things we use on a regular basis. Mr. Lara says not only will there be locally propagated plants, but also some selected new varieties and regional orchids. That is your latest local news on this Friday from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings. In local sports, the first serve in the Norseka Under-23 Beach Volleyball Tournament is 9 a.m. tomorrow. The girls are all excited to play their games. I've been looking at them preparing for the last few days, playing, doing more scrimmages and stuff, and, and they're doing their, their best to be prepared to represent Cayman Islands. We have a very young team. The youngest team we have, being 15 years of age, will probably be the youngest team in the tournament. So Brianna and Joanna, this is their first taste of um, high-level, high-elite international volleyball. So uh, we are really excited to see all the players play and where they are. Cayman Islands Volleyball Federation National Technical Director Trevor Thoreau tells Radio Cayman, in addition to three girls' teams, there's also a male duo in the mix. The boys are Declan, Van Dam, and Jabari Pori, and they're the only boys representing Cayman Islands. We have one male team, and hopefully they are settled quickly and they play at a high level. They're also very young to beach volleyball. They've only been on the beach um, a couple of months, and hopefully their game translates into a more effective performance on the beach. So we're all looking forward to it, and we have seven countries here. We have the big volleyball playing countries like U.S. and Canada, and we have Guatemala. Ruba has a very strong male team. Trinidad Tobago is coming in. So, um, so we all in all, we should have a very exciting weekend of volleyball. The technical director says there are some unique aspects to beach volleyball that make it a fun and fast-moving sport. The beach volleyball game is, is slightly different. It's a more of a hectic game, but you are more involved because you only have two players on the court. The court is a, a smaller than indoor. And, but you're always in, involved in the game because one person has to pass, one person has to set. So you're actually more, more touches for you. So more thing game, uh, more strategies and because more communication on the court. So the beach game, and then you are fighting against certain variables, which is the sun. For one thing, you have the sand is another variable that affects the game and and also the wind. The direction of the wind changes from play to play sometimes, so you have to adapt very quickly. 
Schedules out and starting at 9 a.m., Caymans Tulloch and Gaetos play Durr's Hamlet from the U.S. on the women's side. For the men, things will kick off with Aruba and Canada at 9 a.m. and then Caymans Van Dam and Powery at 9.50 a.m. It all takes place at Seven Mile Public Beach, and if you'd like to purchase covered seating or VIP tickets, you can do that at eventspro.ky. The Cayman Islands Triathlon is in search of volunteers as the annual event moves back to the Seven Mile Public Beach this year. It's scheduled for Sunday the 6th of November, and registration is now open. Organizers say to participate, you will need to be a member of the Triathlon Association. If you've participated in the Duathlon or Stroke and Stride series recently, then you're already a member. But if you're new, you will need to follow the link on the registration page at racecaribbean.net. The athlete guide for the event will be published early next week on the website and on Facebook. They say it's a big event and they need a lot of volunteers to make the event safe and successful. If you have any questions or would like to volunteer, email info at triathlon.ky. For Radio Cayman Sports, I'm April Cummings reporting.